we were on for an hour last time. Went really well, yeah. we thought. Yeah, it, it, was fan, it was fantastic, and then it all got messed up. It's all right. It's not your fault this time. It's okay. Don't beat yourself well, up about it. That's what I can take solace in. So we just did like our 15th sound check on the system here. Just to make sure it works. And it seems like it's working, but there's nothing that steals your confidence in your uh, podcast recorder like when you take it home and it sounds like a robot inside of a drain tile. Yeah. If the, if this file gets corrupted, I think we should just call her quits. We had a good run. This thing's <laughs> I, this thing's going to accidentally get dropped uh, out of my truck just like my laptop was, and then I'll get a new one. Going going down the interstate at 80. Did you opt for the service plan when you bought that? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're at Harbor Freight and you buy like the cheapest bottle Man. jack. Would you like a Would you like a lifetime warranty? And you go, uh, sure. Or you go to walmart or best buy and you buy a flash drive that's like four dollars and they're like would you like the uh, service plan on this what's the service plan four dollars i just paid four dollars for this <laughs> so i think i'm at 100 percent loss if i take the service <laughs> plan <laughs> but thank you i don't think i've ever bought like whenever you go to like best buy or yeah walmart or anything buy tv or anything i don't think i've ever bought one of those service plans ever yeah <laughs> i was trying to make a parallel to the customer support line that we have <laughs> I I am basically priceless. <laughs> I couldn't. Somebody calls and Sam goes, um, could, do you have your receipt to verify that you are eligible for this service? Thank you for calling Kibble Customer Support. What's the password, please? Uh, taco? You're in. What do you need to know? <laughs> uh, we should have some sort of Easter egg thing. Like, isn't there some restaurants that they have like the secret, secret menu? menu or we should have something if you call in and say... A secret code that we'd like <laughs> set it. So, set I don't know up. what the reward would be. I just want everybody to call into the customer support line and uh, say the password is taco. <laughs> and then no, we can mark all those calls that <laughs> we'll send you something if we draw your name. If, if I get a random <laughs> yeah, call from somewhere random and just answer the phone, Kibble Sports, and there's a Sam, and all they say is taco, and then just hang up the phone. <laughs> uh, sir, I didn't get your name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's get back on topic here, can we? Well, you're you're the one that cues it up. Are we gonna introduce what we're talking about, or we're we just gonna? We got to start the podcast. Oh, we don't a, introduce. I'm, I am sorry. The podcast before we start the Why podcast. Are you it's the first me. time. It's I my think first. We've day. done like twenty of these. It's my first day. Try it again. All right, let's get this podcast rolling. Hit okay. that intro button. I will. Do you have? You don't even have it in front of you yet. Either. I do. I do this time. This one's gonna be better than the podcast that never existed. Gone with the wind. Welcome to Everything Egg, and then some, a frequently fun, usually informative, and always tangent-filled look into the industry that feeds the world. From cutting-edge John Deere technology to the impact of social media on the agriculture industry, no topic is off-topic. God, that was great. 10 out of 10. I think that deserves five stars. Well, I think our podcast deserves five stars. Before you even listen to the concept of what we're even going to talk about for the next half hour or so, just pause. And rate it five stars. Go to the podcast page. Rate it five stars so Sammy gets paid. He's got a lot of debt from Christmas, all the Christmas <laughs> yeah, presents that's... for all of his girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, that he bought for his girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Credit card was on fire. Yep. Uh, Had to open another gonna, one. They're going to come for collections here pretty soon. Yeah. So I'm if you start walking to work. If you don't want Sammy J to get evicted, uh, <laughs> let's go rate the podcast. We'd appreciate it. So today it is myself. Kibbleman Sam, you. Other Sam. You. Boss Man Chris. 
Oh, I did, no, I can't say yes, boss you man can. myself. We're yeah. keeping it in. We got him. Oh we got him. You know we. You know you got him smoked when he says his own nickname. <laughs> Damn it. Because <laughs> you hated that for a long time. No, you just called well, yourself I, it. I, I'd say I'm in the like, anti- stages of grief. <laughs> <laughs> acceptance. Just acceptance. And then we also have... We would call you a special guest, but you work with us, so we're just going to call you a regular go- I, guest. No, he is, he is a special guest. But you're guest. special to us. Yeah, Dwayneathan Lammy is back. Dwayneathan. Nice. So today we are going to be talking about the G5 Essentials Kit. Now, we had to fire up an emergency podcast to talk about this because I posted a video about it, and it got more of a response than I think I would have expected. And it wasn't all negative and it wasn't all positive, but it was very controversial. So I got a lot of negative comments in the comment section. I will say that, but that's where all the negative people live. Yeah. That's pitchfork mafia. It's, it's just a pitchfork mafia. It's messy down there, especially when they start getting tilted on one end, when it goes full (laughs) tilt, you're like, but what I did like was that I got more DMS on that video than I have gotten on any video. I think I've ever posted. Um, between TikTok and the Instagram account. So this was on, this was posted from our Kibble Equipment Instagram and TikTok accounts. But we talked about the G5 Essentials Kit. Well, I only talked about it for two minutes. I tried to keep the video really short. I think this kit is very nuanced, and it's a little bit too nuanced to do, a, do it justice, trying to describe it and give you all the information in like a minute and a half, two minutes. That's, so that's why we thought a podcast would help. But we recorded one, and then the memory card devil ate it and spit it back out. (laughs) So we're back to record it again. We'll explain first what this G5 Essentials kit is. And I guess we'll explain the business model behind it because that's what has created a lot of the questions and with it controversy on what people have been asking me about. So, or the comment section has been about. So the G5 Essentials kit is by business model a way to get into the newest technology that John Deere offers at a very low upfront price. So for $2,000 for the hardware, to be clear, that is your hardware cost. It is not your total cost to get into this. For the hardware, for $2,000, you're getting into a G5 Plus display. So that is the larger, more capable new generation display, the G5 Plus, a Starfire 7000, or when it transitions, 7500 receiver, and a JD Link modem, either the JD Link R modem or the M modem, which is the more universal one. So you get all three of those components for $2,000. Part of this deal is that you have to pay upfront for one year of either Precision Egg packages, which is the Essentials package, and the Advanced package. The Essentials package is Auto Track, Section Control, Row Sense, and you would stay with SF1 on the 7000. The Advanced package is literally every feature in the display along with a Starfire RTK activation. So that's turn automation and that's machine sync. Every feature that's available. So that advanced package is 4250. The essentials package is 2000. So minimum year one, you're looking at a $4,000 investment, which is pales in comparison to if you bought this equipment right up front. If you bought it under the current business model, that'd be 16.5 up front versus 4,000 to get started. And the thing that people are concerned about is this is some sort of lease program. Like we're renting this equipment. You own all of that equipment up front. So you pay that $4,000 up front. You're good for the year on the essential side. Or if you pay whatever in $62.50 up front, you have everything John Deere has to offer from a precision egg standpoint, right? Um, 
And then if you decide not to do this year two, it's still your equipment. You still own the receiver. You still own the display. You won't have access to auto track or section control, but it would, the display still works, right? You can, you can use still it, use yeah. it for monitoring documentation. Baylor. Yep. Baylor monitor. Yeah, Isobus. Isobus. Yeah. Isobus yeah. Mapping, different things like that. Yep. Now that's, so the difference between the two, right, is you're either paying a lot up front and then you have a lower cost year two through, well, think of it in a five-year model because we've talked about this before. Five years is kind of what we both expect to see from a life cycle of a you know production run on a precision egg piece of equipment, whether it's receiver or display. Uh, also, that's kind of how long people generally keep displays. Do people keep displays for 10 years? Absolutely. But under this system, after five years on the essentials package, you're looking at a $12,000 total cost investment versus sixteen five for the equipment up front. So every year you're going to start to catch back up, but this is a great way. Even after five years, you still have spent 4,000, 4,500 less than what you would have if you had bought it under the current junior business model. And we can still choose both, right? You can either do either way today. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's, what's neat about this offer is that it's not like you have to choose one or the other. Oh, you have to, you can't, you choose one or the other. You don't, <laughs> you do have to choose one <laughs> or the other. There is no option. Three. There is no, the, the answer is there's no, no, it's yeah. yes. And which one? Um, but you have a choice, which model do you want to choose? Yep. So in your, your, your post, so you learned a lot of negativity, negativity in the, the comments section. Well, you, and then what was the vibe in the DMS? Were there people pissed off at you there too? Yeah. So the DMS were, well, they were mostly positive, but they were mostly people that wanted to legitimately know more about the kit because they were interested in purchasing it or just potentially purchasing it, but knowing more before they make that decision, which is great. I even had a couple phone calls with some people that follow me on TikTok and Instagram and whatnot. And I'm fine. Like, I, I appreciate you wanting to know more. And I guess if you have to trust in me to do that, great. Uh, <laughs> Not our first option, but, but that's what's available. I do think it's an interesting microcosm of just the perils of social media. When the comment section gets so negative, People that are like, this sounds cool. I would like to know more or asking a legitimate question. They're afraid to ask that question because they're like, I don't, you know, you got, ah, I hate this. John Deere's trying to screw us over. And you're like, but I have a question, please. <laughs> <laughs> you don't jump into the pitchfork mafia at that point. So I do like the comments because it does drive the video up. You know, I'm not as social media savvy as you, you know, you young whippersnappers. Gosh, you're old. <laughs> but just the default thought that we're that John Deere and we as a dealership are trying to screw our customers over just blows my mind. Like that's, that's what I wake up mm -hmm. every morning. Yep. And that's what that, I want to do. <laughs> that's that's drive customers goal. away. That's my goal every day. I'm just <laughs> yeah, suck every farm else to do. <laughs> so Dwayne, you've been involved in quite a few of these deals. Um, I was just looking up the his, the, the numbers here. There's a lot of negativity comments. We have sold a lot of these kits and compared to our normal rolling 12 sales, if, if this pace keeps up, we're going to sell more of these kits than the traditional business model. And we're just getting started. Right. So you've been involved in several of these. What's kind of the driving or common denominator of the customers that have chose these? Um, you know, we've spent uh, two days down, uh, the team and I down in Northwood at an open house thing. And uh, we just had a display set up right at the front door there. Customers would come in. We did a little spill with the technicians and uh, the salesmen. More and more people started showing up, and, you know, there's a lot of things with this kit. You don't have to leave it all together, you know. So if you want the 7,000 receiver with SFRTK and put the monitor and something else, you know, you can do that as well. It does not have to stay together. I mean, you can put this stuff wherever you want it. And it doesn't have to stay in a machine. That was right. a question that I got. Like, if I buy this, does it have to stay in one machine? 
no, like you can move this from your planning tractor to your combine or vice versa. Yeah, there's a lot of good stories out there. A customer came in and said, you know, I learned my lesson last time that this new technology neck technology came out, which I, I like nectology. Yeah, like <laughs> I might name the podcast ne- <laughs> nectology. Technology coming. It must have been, I would assume the 6,000 when the 6,000 came out. Um, so he said that was it the ITC, ITC. receivers, yep. you know, he didn't get rid of them and now they're doorstops. So he brought in everything. He says, you know, I learned my lesson last time. I'm going to get off at the first floor or even maybe ground level and not the basement this time. So he brought everything on the farm and traded it all in. I think he bought three kits. Yep. Yeah. Cause I was, I was there as well. And yeah, the biggest yeah. driving factor was 2600s and 2630s and even 3000s now. Like you look at right. 2600s and 3000s, they're creeping up on 15, 16 years old and they still work fine. Don't get me wrong. They work fine for anything you want to put it in, but it's just getting into the newer technology and working your way up because it's not going to stop. It's always going to keep moving forward. It's not going to slow down. And I don't want to, you're right. I don't want to scare people and tell them that we're phasing out a bunch of technology because you can still, a brown box, you know, was manufactured from 1996 on, and you can still auto track with one of those. So there's a lot of people that are like, oh, John Deere's just forcing us to get into new technology with this business model, right? Which we'll go into the nuance of that a little bit more, but no one's forcing you to get into a G5 in this instance, but it probably is in your best interest because it's not like the 2630 just like is going to stop working. I'm sure it will auto track for many years and, and, section control maybe whatever but like if you want to buy a new planter at least a planter that was manufactured in the last three years and that has seed star four you're going to need a gen four or gen five display so it's not necessarily that we're getting rid of the ability to auto track on an older display or simpler precision egg elements or functionality but new stuff that's coming out like anything new like exact shot on planters you're going to need a g5 for that but even with a seed star four planter you think, well, I, we don't have a brand new planner, so we probably won't need that. Within the next five years, are you thinking you're going to upgrade a planner? And in four years, if you upgrade your planner, are you going to buy a 10-year-old planner or are you going to buy something that's less than eight years old? You're going to need a Gen 4 or Gen 5. So it's just, this is a really good way. And I think your, your very obvious organization for this kit is probably one that isn't running the brandest of newest equipment. Yeah, right. And is probably somebody that's, hanging on to the 2630s, the brown boxes, the 3000 receivers that we can get upgraded in one fell swoop. The problem is it seemed like a lot of those guys were hitting the comment section like, well, I'm just going to keep using my 2630 in my brown box. And it's like, well, okay, you can do that. But this is probably your best opportunity to upgrade. And Right. And everything fails, right? I mean, we all know that. And then if you send a monitor into Ag Express and get fixed, you know, the brown boxes get lines in and stuff it's probably a minimum of a thousand dollars to get it fixed, send it in. So if you spend that money and put it towards a kit or even the deer, you know, deer's got a really good remand program on electronics, but to your point, you know, you said that's 1100 bucks to get a screen fix on 2,600. Can you send a brown box in anymore? Remand? No, not, no, to egg express. But yeah, but 2630s, you still can though. Yep. 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 20. So 1100 bucks to just get your screen fixed. Like if it has bubbles or it's leaking that gel, that's a, good chunk of change that you could put towards that's half the cost of the hardware alone in one of these essential kits well, on top I mean, of that you know this we don't want to date it but as of the recording of this episode deer does have a program where you can turn in your 2630s 
and they send them to remand to to still support older machines or machines in other countries yep. that you can then use that those dollars towards towards a kit towards too. Kit. Yeah. Yep. Is it a cash for clunkers program though? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Obama? What if you had a leaky touchscreen or a broken touchscreen? You're like, yeah, it's twenty five hundred bucks. But if like if it's even leaky if screen, screen, it doesn't matter. Bubbles or anything? I don't think it matters. Yeah, it doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. There. No, I think it's, I think it's got to be functional. I think you got to be all the you know, power. It's got back buttons. As long yeah. as it powers on, I think yeah. it's you're good to go. We'll, just, we'll double check the fine print on the program, but yeah. I think it's basically if it would have been eligible to send in a remand, you get twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. I do think it's important to share. One, that well, a lot of people, since I was the one that recorded the video, thought that I was the one trying to swindle them out of money with this new business model. <laughs> and what I would like to share on this podcast is that if I'm swindling you, then I'm swindling me because uh, our farm <laughs> you bought one. did buy a G5 Essentials <laughs> kit. And I'll explain why we made that decision real quick. So we have a 2630 in our planter tractor. Uh, we use the same 2630 in the combine. The combine's quite old. It's a 9400, so it's from 1994 but it fits our farm well. And then we have a 3,000 and a 6,000 receiver. Well, we're going to take the 3,000 and put it on the combine because that has a Gen 2 on it. We don't auto track with that combine. We just use the Gen 2 for, you know, harvest dock. And then we'll use the G5 in the planter tractor and in the combine, use a 7,000 on the planter tractor. We'll take the 6,000, put it on the tillage tractor, which is a model year 147290R. So that has a Gen 4. So two things that we're really upgrading here is we are, we're matching user interfaces between Gen 4 and G5. We'll also take the JD Link M modem and put it in the combine because we only need to plug that into a three pin convenience port. And then all of our tractors on our farm will be JD Link connected so that even our 5M, our planter tractor, our tillage tractor and the combine, all will be able to upload data to the cloud to operations center automatically so we don't have to use thumbsticks anymore with the 2630 and worrying about documentation data getting mixed up because we have to make different setup files. And so it was an easier decision for us in that essence, but that's why we made that decision to go with the essentials. Kit. What's awesome about this kit is it comes with the modem. And so a lot of these people are upgrading from brown boxes and 2600 to 2630. So it's a new experience right, with the, the new interface. Right. So having that modem and the ability for us to do remote display access is huge as you're going through that learning curve. And I know Dwayne, you've done a really good job every, and Sam, everyone that you've sold or helped sell, we've packaged our support line access. So when you do yep. have a question, we can remote in and, and yep. help. Well, you. it's just a perfect example is I just sold one an hour ago. I just sold a kit and a green. Nice hand. brag. Well, it, <laughs> it, <laughs> they, they're putting in a... Did you give them the secret password? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't because we just came up with that. <laughs> but they're putting in a 40, uh, 4830 sprayer that they don't have a modem in right now. So they're going to put that modem in there, put their essential kit in there, and then... So that way, their tractors, their planting tractors, tillage tractors, and combine are already connected. That's the sprayer was the last piece to get connected. So this kit just makes sense for them. They can connect one machine, have everything in there, and then that way they can share maps all over, share files, work plans, the whole shoot and match across the entire farm. So now when they're both running at the same time, maps are coming through, work plans are coming through, back and forth. It just it's going to be easier for them. And that was one of the big driving things for them is getting that machine connected. Yeah. And I, I think uh, you're, this is a really good example. There was another example that was very similar where they had that last machine to get upgraded to Gen 4 yep. and they were jockeying displays between machines. And right. then you get that weird timing where, well, we need both of them at the same time. Yep. We need the sprayer and the planter tracker. 
and now we're moving stuff before this would be a really easy way yep. just to get something in there you're not having to yep. move and so it made perfect sense for them to go with this so they wanted a new display so they're trading in a 3000 and a 2630 these kits are there's really compatible with a lot of older equipment too i mean yeah. you can put them in anything that's it, that it, was a question i got yeah, a lot is, will yeah. this work in my 9510 or will it you know yeah don't yeah. be afraid to call and ask us you know call support line or talk to sam or drop an email or whatever and ask us what it fits in because there's a long list of compatibilities <laughs> that's the thing in the in the comment section like oh dear just wants to kill old technology <laughs> these displays have ccd yeah so that means it can go in a double lot tractor old power shift tractor it's going in near 9400 combine right mm-hmm. i mean it's so <laughs> it's very it's, careful, the latest careful. technology It'd be like taking my old dots and pickup in high school and putting the new, you know, CarPlay head unit in it. Yep. Ooh, get some neons under the dash too. <laughs> we're gonna go down this road again. Everybody, we everybody, already, we established. Everybody did that. <laughs> yeah, mine, were, mine weren't LEDs though. I think they drew like ten amps an hour. <laughs> you'd watch the be- as the music hit, the beat hit on the music. You watch your ammeter and your battery go. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Well, I was, I was going to go back that, so I posted a video on TikTok on my own account of our 9,400 combine picking soybeans earlier this year, or I guess it was 2023. It was last year. Picking, now. picking soybeans or cutting soybeans? Picking. Cutting. Okay. Well, I don't know. I didn't know what state you were from. Um, you I'm from America. You don't, you don't, you don't <laughs> pick, you don't pick beans. You cut beans. You pick corn. Okay. You can do whatever the hell you want, man. <laughs> See, this is, this is Paulson channeling his social media. Like you're trying to pick a fight. He's like. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's. I'll put you down as a maybe. Yeah, I'll put you down as a maybe. <laughs> I'll put you down as a maybe. That's a story for a second from now. But I posted like uh, I, the 9400 combine, and then I said, you know, POV har- harvesting soybeans <laughs> in 1993. And I had Joe Diffie, John Deere Green. I was like, when this song was topping the charts. And, and then the only thing people could find wrong with my video was that, uh, gen 2 receiver on top there that's not from 1993 i'm like okay i mean come on people it was just meant to be a john joe diffie john deere bit actually one of my favorite clapbacks to comments that just get extremely derogatory this guy dropped i think about four swear words in his comment and there was only five words total yep that's versatile but it was like yeah this is a bunch of blankety blank blank and blank (laughs) And then I just like to go in and respond. So put you down as a maybe. (laughs) (laughs) What do they say back to that? Nothing. There's no response to that. You can't, you can't, you can't even, that's one. You can't clap back the clap back. There's, (laughs) well, you're going to get one now just so somebody say, put you down as a maybe. (laughs) I like to, when you, there was one, uh, it was like anonymous user number 54 or something like that. And you're like, uh, thanks anonymous user. (laughs) It's not even user. I said, uh, thanks, Mr. Burner account. (laughs) (laughs) And that, cause he had no picture and it was just like user 5,6434224. And then he changed his name on TikTok to Mr. Burner account, (laughs) which I thought is about the only appropriate way to respond to that. I appreciated that. That's a good one. So what, what would you say to the customer that says this subscription model is just John Deere's way of screwing us out of money in the end. Yeah. If you looking at that math, when Deere came out with his bulletin and you looked at the math, like, okay, for five years, Deere's making less money, right? Mm-hmm. Overall per transaction. So then that, you know, at first it took me a little bit to get my head around this too. Cause it, you know, selfishly we are a for-profit business here 
and it's just like it's just like any other farm it, it's a business, any business. you got to make money so for us as a dealership we're making less money per unit mm-hmm. but if that lower upfront cost helps drive either competitive trades or if we can pull a lot of a lot of folks that are rocking brown boxes and 2600s forward into the current technology that does a couple things hopefully we sell more right so right. then the dollars are still there for us as a company but there is a true cost for us as a dealership and as you know this is me being selfish where you can flame on me if you want there is a, a cost that's hard to calculate for us as a dealership and as john deere's a company to support brown boxes and 2600s and 2630s number one is you know the cost of my hair is gone <laughs> but just the the having the training you know to train all of our coworkers so they're up to speed on it being able to efficiently get customers back up and running when things do go wrong if we can have people in the current or maybe you know g4 g5 technology the vast majority well that's going to be just a better experience for everybody yeah. that it's going to be a lot easier for us to troubleshoot and fix stuff when things go wrong yeah and look at how white sam's mustache already is that's after how many maybe brown box calls that is pure stress from brown boxes in 2630s i think it's only a year and a half in yeah <laughs> Another maybe 80 to 100 brown box calls, and the whole beard is gone. It's all white. Say, it's all white. I'm going to look like Santa Claus. He's going to look like Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing to go along with this essential package is, it's, in my mind, granted, I don't, I don't have a farm, so I don't know how well people... Oh, so you probably this. shouldn't have an opinion on cutting or picking beans? No, I, I can have an opinion on that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. But it's just cash flowing $2,000 a year, I feel like it's going to be a heck of a lot easier than trying to justify sixteen five up front. Well, so here's my two things. One, Chris already said it, but you do have the option. So it's not like anyone's forcing you to take this subscription-based business model. And I say subscription-based business model because that's essentially what it is if you're classifying it from the 1,000-foot overhead. Now, I don't think John Deere likes the word subscription and they've stayed away from it, calling it like license license fees. And that's fine because I think when customers hear the word subscription, they put the wall up and that's where a lot of those negative comments come from is they don't like the idea of subscriptions when it comes to John Deere. We've already found that out with like gen four and you know, paying a subscription for the different levels of automation. But I don't think we need to dodge it at the same time. It, it is what it is. Yeah. So they're going to hopefully get used to it. And obviously with the amount of kits, G5 essentials kits we've already sold, like it's not a huge hang up for a ton of people. It's just the ones that are the loudest or the ones that have a problem with it. So the difference in a true subscription though, is this isn't like John Deere is going to continue to charge you like Netflix yeah. or Amazon prime or whatever you have to physically go in and say, I'm going to re-up for this year. So it isn't a subscription in that sense, but that's the basis of the business model is you like, it's not like John Deere is going to give these things away for free. What I will say about this kit as it sits right now, and this is purely speculative on my part, but this is probably going to be the best time to buy this kit because I think this is going to be the cheapest investment wise. You're going to be able to get into this kit. Because I think what John Deere is trying to do is shock the market a little bit here with a $2,000, you know, upfront hardware cost. Right. Because there's potential. They could lose out on this pretty bad if people don't re-up. Yeah, if the renewals aren't there, this doesn't work. Make any, this doesn't work. Yeah, this doesn't work. 
So there's, I would almost bet my reputation that during our five-year outlook that we're talking about here, this program is going to change maybe multiple times, but I don't think it's going to change for the people that were the early adopters that have bought kits now. Yep. I think your best option is to, if you're thinking this could be an option for you, your best option is to do it now. Buy in now, right? And then trade in your equipment before we get flooded with it because it's already getting there, you know? So get rid of your 3000s and stuff. I would uh Yeah, the market for used displays and receivers ain't what it was a year or two ago. Oh, so it's flipped upside down. People right. think their 2630 display is worth way more than 2500 bucks. Not to us. Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> and if you look on the internet now or marketplace, Facebook I mean, they're marketplace just Craigslist flooded anywhere. with them right now. So this is hitting already. Yeah, you can go on eBay and stuff and say, "Well, these are going for 7000 a piece." There's a reason they're still online. Right. They're not going for seven thousand. They did not sell yet. Yeah, yeah and, and public service announcement: If you are ready to click the buy button on eBay, on Facebook Marketplace, or on an auction, you should reach out to your local dealer and say, "Hey, is this what's this actually worth?" You know, what did you guys and verify activations? Verify, yeah, verify activations and verify if they're stolen. Yep. Um, so we've done. We do a lot of that. If you were looking at something online, get the serial number. We're more than happy to check Call. the serial number and yep. just see, hey, Call is text. it stolen or not? Because that's a real deal. Um, and if you just do them, look at how this kit works or even straight up, if you're going to buy it on your own, right. you can get into the latest and greatest and for, for sometimes less than what you would have to buy on an auction. Another good transition for this kit or utilis- utilization for this kit is we, as a dealership are going to be moving away from radio RTK. Um, our radio RTK network is going to go away. And this is a great way, you know, especially if you've got an older display and a 3000 on, on radio RTK, this is a great way to move into the latest, yep. latest that's, signal. That's how we've sold mm-hmm. quite a few kits too. Yeah. So people getting on a radio RTK. A 7,000 uh, to buy it. If you walked into the store today is 4,300 bucks. Yep. That's to buy a 7,000. So you can get a kit with a 7,000 in it for $2,000. Now that's the hardware for two grand. So, I mean, it's kind of a no brainer. If you need a receiver, why not buy a kit? I'm sure there's a, I'm dis- sure. Yeah, you can, you'll, you'll, you'll find all, you need to upgrade on the farm. Yeah, and you or if not, you'll find a home for that display. Whether right. it's plug it in the corner post just for another mapping screen or another guidance screen, like it. it right. This kit does make a lot of sense in my mind. Well, so the other question I've had multiple times, and this is a this is a question that I don't have a definite answer to. But what's this equipment going to be worth? Again, we'll say five years down the road. The answer to the question of what's this display going to be worth, hey, especially know. compared to a G5 that someone bought up front for $9,700 that has the permanent auto track and section control activations, we don't know how that's going to compare. It could go either way. You could, it could be five years from now and people could say, well, that one with this, the regular activations isn't worth anything because I can go get this G5. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that play into <laughs> it. If this business model takes off, then we may be looking at a different kind of market. And this may completely change the precision egg market from a John Deere standpoint. And we don't know how this program is going to change or if there's going to be any kind of incentive to upgrade to a new display. Like there may be a program that's only for people that have this essentials kit to upgrade to a new display for cheaper than it would be to trade one in, you know, to your dealership or whatever, or if you sell it straight up. But right now we kind of have to see what happens. This is kind of, it's not a pilot program, but it's very new. So this is going to change the precision egg market in a way that we haven't quite prepared for. I would say it's a pretty safe investment, I guess, for $2,000. I think it's safe right now. Right now. And I would say then people that are locked in right now should be okay. I mean, 
I don't know what's going to change. Something's going to change. I'm sure this isn't going to last forever. We don't know how long it's going to last. So right again, I'll throw I'll throw something out here, and you can come back to this in three years and call me an idiot. But I would guess if this is going to change, it's probably going to shift in a way that it would be slightly more expensive up front to get into. And then we may change how the tiers work in the middle for what your license fee is per year. I'm guessing those two things are going to change, but I don't think it's going to get worse on either end for the guy that gets in now. So that's why I've been encouraging people. I think now is the time to act if you're going to do it. Yeah, in our world, $2,000. And by, is, when I say now, I mean probably within the next couple months, not like tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, it's all, <laughs> call in the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Infomercial. <laughs> well, in the world of agriculture and equipment, there's not a whole lot you can do for two grand these days. No. And you just spent two grand on a dog, didn't you? Like, yeah. How I much did. was that dog? And I flew to Kansas to get it. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say how much it is on air. What kind of dog was it? English Bulldog. I flew to Kansas to pick it up a couple weeks ago. Do they only have good English Bulldogs in Kansas? or Yeah. Just good genetics. You're right. Everything good comes out of Kansas. Look at me. Oh. <laughs> you are a specimen. Yeah, I don't call it gray. This is platinum edition right here. <laughs> this is platinum. your ultimate. Yeah. Your ultimate package. It's not this half stash stuff. It's yeah. the whole boat, it's man. It's whole boat. <laughs> it's all gray. The not just what half. you get. The four of us are a mess of aging, <laughs> by the way, because you've got half a white mustache and you're a very young whippersnapper. I'm I'm 35, but somehow most of my beard has turned gray, which is unfortunate. Chris is just bald now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Dwayne's over here looking like Brett Favre, Silver yeah, Fox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually i think Dwayne, you could probably go start for the vikings and do better than whoever they've been throwing out there right i'd like a shot at it <laughs> put me in coach put me in come on i think my mom could go in and throw a better spiral <laughs> i bet that was brutal yesterday <laughs> i didn't i just i just didn't even watch i don't care at this point i just lost oh, man but any, anytime we make a video of anything new deer technology you're changing the way a little bit we always always get the pitchfork yeah. mafia it's always we're always the punching bag always yeah and i i hope people understand like okay we as a dealership we were truly like like our customers yeah i'm not <laughs> i'm not trying to suck so, money dry out of yeah, anybody and it, you know this may sound corny but we strive for three wins right a win for yeah. everybody you know and yeah. at that few win as a customer that means you're going to make more money long term yeah. Well, my favorite story is we have a new uh, a new coworker on the support line. So he's pretty green, right? And he grabbed a ticket, uh, the sport ticket. It was a customer asking about the G five essentials. essentials kit. So I called Preston. Like, hey, great job! You answered that just spot on. He's like, Yeah, I just saw this TikTok <laughs> from Paulson, and it answered all my questions. <laughs> and but that that's a perfect transition to a plug if you want more information and want to talk to somebody about it and like really get into the nitty-gritty hit the comments section don't do <laughs> don't hit our comment section but you can call our support line and you can ask for me by name if you want to and we'll talk through it and get down to the nitty-gritty and just go through it or shoot us an email at oh yeah you could email the podcast. nice segue uh you could email the podcast it is everything ag podcast at kibble eq.com that is k-i-b-b-l-e-e-q.com or you could dm me at Kibbleman sam on instagram tiktok whatever yep or, or him or dm me yeah at the other kibble sam on tiktok and instagram i'll talk to anybody don't forget chris 
Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. is probably your. Let's not. Let's be honest. Chris is probably your best option. He's the smartest one here. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> at Horeb on X. X, or at Chris Horeb on Instagram. Yeah, reach out, please. Don't be scared. We, I would say we are way nicer than the, our comment section. I swear. But if you're a Twitter guy, hit Chris up because yeah, I have I a Twitter, but I don't look at I it. Don't I don't look at my Twitter. Check. So I think I think that's a good note to end on. We should wrap this up. I really hope this one works. I really do too. I don't want to record <laughs> this for a third again. time. We, I, if I, like I said, if this card is corrupted, I say we call it a day. I do think that we may have done a better job the second time than we did the first time though. Yeah, probably. Which is how I think the sea and spray one went too. So I True. think from now on, we might just, might as well just record no, every no, podcast. No, twice. no, no, like no. a good movie set. Absolutely. <laughs> Take <not>. five. <laughs> <laughs> well, see you later.